Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. It's second down and six from the 11-yard line. Good snap, Mayfield looking. Throws a ball left to the intercept. Caught ball, caught ball, touchdown. Cade Tampa Otten. Bay, Cade Otten makes it over the shoulder catch, and the Bucs retake the lead. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. The legendary Gene Deckerhoff on the call on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers radio network. Touchdown, fire the cannons, touchdown, Tampa Bay. (laughs) One of the absolute legends in the field. Again, this is my, like, encyclopedic knowledge. Like, Alex wrote the name. I already know. Working at NFL Radio for a decade. Know all these guys. Unless they're new, in which case I don't. But a great call by Gene Deckerhoff there. Great throw by Baker Mayfield. Comeback player of the year. Still alive for Baker Mayfield. Oh, man. We'll see. Don't don't tap me. Yeah. I'm the Joker. I got them all. You got the whole deck of candidates? Flip over a card. Oh, here's Baker Mayfield. Here's Matthew Stafford. Here's Joe Flacco. Here's Russell Wilson. Like, oh, oh I, I got them all. <laughs> I'm just loving you. you just, you know, keep stacking up these inactives for uh, for Demar Hamlin. Let's let's see what happens. I hope we get the conversation. I just want. I you know. I I felt. I probably seemed so depressed last Thursday. What's talking the about meme this. like? We I need just, to start a dialogue. I feel like that's you right now. We need now. to start like, a dialogue. We need, we need to start yeah. a dialogue. We do. I just. Uh, Let's let's challenge some opinions. Let's like let's have this open discourse. Like, is this real? Is this really what is this what the award's supposed to be? Is that really what it is? Um, do we give the awards to people who don't play, no matter how good the story is? I don't know. I just I let, let's have the conversation. Like, I'm I just want kind of want to see how everybody else responds. I want to be in the middle of this thing. I I think it could get really interesting. Still need uh still need one of these guys I think to really take off down the stretch. But you got a couple potential options. I think Odell Beckham certainly in that mix as well. Um, these guys who play great for playoff teams, teams that are going to be in the mix for the next month, while the favorite for the award is literally inactive and not playing every game. I think it could set up an interesting conversation. I don't have to be right. I think it could set up an interesting conversation. And, and just like what I said this uh, yesterday about Beckham, just my opinion. I think he's going nuclear down the stretch. And like this might be, we might get like a Rams type situation where people will remember that have listened to and watched the show for oh, a long man, time. Oh man, the good old days. 
Yeah, just, so. just banging Odell Beckham overs basically in every single game until he like tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. He might be the MVP of the Super Bowl. Cup ended up winning it on the same team, but I mean Beckham was electric in that game before he tore his ACL and down the stretch. I feel like we're maybe not going to get the same level of performance from Beckham that we got then, but I, mean, I think he's going to exceed expectations big time coming up down the stretch for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the highlight coming back from break, though, was uh, Baker Mayfield to Kate Otten to beat the Atlanta Falcons this past Sunday. We'll talk about Tampa's game against Green Bay on Sunday in a second, but I want to remind our live audience here, especially on Stadium, Tony Baselli, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Westwood One NFL analyst, stops by next hour on the show. Power Hour, final hour, will feature all our bets coming up for tonight. But for now, Jake, bring the music up. We got six more games, Ken, to hit over the course of the rest of the- to finish our handicap week. 15 oh, is that all? in the NFL. Six? And that, that, that's, that's it. And uh, and we will start the Battle of the Bays. And just, I just remember back, you know, 11 year old Nick Costos in 1994. Giants start 3-0 and with Dave Brown and the late great Dan Reeves of two and a half fame. Then lose seven, three and seven. And then win their final six to go nine and seven. And in the final game of the season, the Giants needed Tampa Bay to beat Brett Favre and Green Bay in the Battle of the Bays to make the playoffs. And I remember watching NFL primetime and Berman introduced the highlight, Battle of the Bays, and I think the Packers beat them like 34-10, as, as you might imagine. An 11-year-old me was really upset, which is neither here nor there, but that's what I think of when Green Bay plays Tampa Bay. Uh, the Packers right now, they will host this game coming off the Monday Night Loss, and right now, like, the, the Buccaneers are in first place with tiebreakers in the NFC South. The Bucks, the Saints, and the Falcons, all six and seven. Tampa right now atop the division. Green Bay in between, a three and three and a half point home favorite against Tampa. The total is 41 and a half. And obviously, like, we'll be monitoring injury stuff in this game, both with the Bucks on defense, where they've been down Jamel Dean and Devin White for a couple weeks. Vita Vea missed last week's game. And for Green Bay, number one receiver, Christian Watson. Number one running back, Aaron Jones. No, Aaron Jones. Number one cornerback, Jair Alexander, all missed Monday night. Uh, so I think the injury report, Ken, may play a factor into how we handicap this game as we move along in the week. How do you feel right now, though, about Green Bay and Tampa Bay on Sunday from Lambeau? Well, first of all, I mean, I think you, you absolutely just, like, hit a, hit the nail on the head. Like, you absolutely, like, you hit it perfectly in terms of what's going to guide line movement throughout this week. Impactful, significant players for both teams have the potential to both play or miss the game. And the game is currently around the key number of three. And, and honestly, it might dictate which side of three we end up on. If like one team's really, really negative with their injury report, one team's really positive. But that's kind of the zone we're going to live in. Like Packers are favored. It's going to be about a field goal or a little more. And then the injury reports are going to cause this thing to kind of move in a variety of directions. Or both teams get good injury reports. Both teams get bad ones. And we, and we stayed the same. But just like there's more going on here from an injury standpoint, maybe in a couple of the other games that we're going to talk about. So I totally agree with kind of how you introduced that. Also, like what a just a, another classic example just like what a difference one game makes in the perception of a team. Look aheads on this game were like squarely more than a field goal, not budging. Packers give you like a bad performance. Jordan Love gives you a bad performance. Now the three and a half all get bad everywhere. Now it's like three minus 20 in a bunch of places. Like it's just, you get that a little bit. You'll always get that little bit of interest either fading the team that just gave you the bad performance on the team that gave you a good one, especially that Monday night standalone game. It's so funny how these markets work where like, are the Packers worse or is it just, this is how football is. And it's just every week. It just, you're not quite sure what you're going to get, but you do have like a baseline expectation for a team. So I, I've always kind of been the opinion that I, I thought 
the three and a half was like closer to the right number in the game with the Packers at home, especially like I also this was me coming into the week. Uh, and also, you're never really quite sure what kind of a weather forecast you're going to get in this game. You got a team from Florida going to Lambeau Field to play in what might be, you know, like a blizzard. It turns out the weather for this game, at least right now, is not going to be particularly impactful. It's like 42 and sunny right now on Sunday in Green Bay with minimal wind. December, December, uh, you know, whatever this game is going to be, 17th, 18th, whatever. That's about the best forecast you could possibly hope for. Um, I think if it's 3-1-10 and it's, it's, there's a lot of ifs here, right? If it's 3-1-10 and everyone for the Packers isn't out and everyone for the Bucks isn't in, then like, yeah, I think about betting Green Bay in the game. I think at exactly three, but like, it's a lot of this is going to be a lot of like, if then statements about injuries. Uh, I don't want Tampa at three or less, no matter who plays. I definitely don't want to make that bet. Uh, I would maybe consider three and a half, like depending on the injury reports that we get. So it's going to be this kind of like dance that we have sometimes around the key number of three with injuries. And, you know, it's it's one team if it's this, it's the other team if it's this. That's how this game sets up for me. I, I agree. Look, it's got to be, depending on injuries, it feels like it's a Packers or nothing spot here with the number being where it's at right now. And look, like, it, it's Matt, Matt LaFleur and, and Todd Bowles. And like, good on Todd Bowles for guiding the Bucks to first place in the NFC South at this point in the season, just like, Okay. Um, also, it'd be really nice if the Packers got Christian Watson and or Aaron Jones back. I actually think Watson means more because, like, A.J. Dillon's been okay. Patrick Taylor's been okay. Watson's the alpha in that receiving core. When he's right, he's ridiculously good. And we can also can have a total conversation over the total conversation. Like, if uh, if Watson and Jones both play and, like, the Bucks' defense is still banged up— and like Tommy DeVito and the Giants had like six yards per play last night. Maybe the total yeah. a little low at 42, but we can't have that conversation until we find out what's happening injury-wise, which we will start to find out tomorrow. All right, so we'll go from the Packers and the Buccaneers, and we'll go to the AF Ken with the Titans and the Texans, where the Titans are getting bet right now. I don't know about this very second, but over the course of the last few hours. So Tennessee has the big fourth quarter, like late comeback against Miami to win. By the way, man, Will Levis doesn't look like he, he misses many days in the gym. Dude is is jacked. Got veins on top Loves of veins coming people. out of his muscles. Can't wait to hit people. <laughs> yeah, probably would hit Brandon Marshall if you saw him. God, Did yeah. you see it? I don't know how well that would go for him. Did you see the the Vrabel quote from his press conference today? Uh, he got asked about, like, hey, like, Will, like, are you going to try and, like, teach Will Levis to slide? He's like, yeah, we're going to show him videos of, uh, of quarterbacks sliding and, like, using the rules to their advantage and other quarterbacks not and getting the bleep knocked out of them. And, like, the entire press room laughs. Uh, to be fair, Levis kind of dishes it out. It looks like Derrick Henry running the football sometimes. So the big piece of injury news in this game is obviously C.J. Stroud for the Texans, who remains today in concussion protocol. We'll see if he's cleared and is able to start this game. If not... It'll be Davis Mills, who to his credit has started like a million games in the NFL. It is likely, Ken, that the Titans will be without Jeffrey Simmons, their stud defensive tackle, for another week. Also, like, the defense held up pretty well against Miami last night. So Tennessee, in between now, a two-and-a-half and a three, two-and-a-half and three-point home favorite. Total in the game is 38. How do you want to bet the AFC South here with the Titans and the Texans? Well, I mean, another classic, like, what a difference a week makes. And the Stroud injury is obviously a big part of this point spread, too, but... You know, I think a little, a lot of people uh, a little more confident in clicking the button on Tennessee after what they saw last night. Even the final three minutes, like, guides a little bit of it. And I think a lot of people can be sour on Houston because, not just because of how they played against the Jets, but, like, the injury report. So you mentioned Stroud. And then, like, these, I think the, the practice reports this week will be really interesting. Uh, Nico Collins, Schultz, 
Will Anderson, who when we get to Thursday and talk about defensive rookie of the year, like had an opportunity to kind of gain on Jalen Carter, was unable to take advantage of it, get hurts his ankle in the second half of the game. And uh and just, you know, is I think a lot of people are like, is that award done? So just like these are but I mean, think about it for Houston, star quarterback, uh, best available wide receiver, best edge rusher, like gee, that's all? Why not everybody else? Like that's the most impactful injuries you could possibly have. Like I, I just, doesn't this number seem like it's not done if this is like, it's, if it's as pessimistic as we think, and these guys are like, let's say they all miss, say Stroud's out and it's Davis Mills, Nico Collins doesn't going to play, Will Anderson, maybe it's like 50-50 goes up to the game. Titans going to get all the way to three in this game? Kind of seems like it. Kind of seems like that's where we're headed right now. My question would be, does it make it to three and a half, Ken? That would be my question. If all those guys miss, is it three, is it three and a half? Right, and obviously Stroud will be the most impactful one, and that's built. Like we're not saying that's not in this number, and it, it will be if he misses. Like that's a big Tennessee's favorite in the game by almost a field goal. Of course, Stroud's absence is partly factored in here, but these are always like they're not halfway numbers. They can be somewhere on the spectrum. We're not at a full Davis Mills number yet. I think we're definitely not at a full Davis Mills and no Collins and no Will Anderson number. I don't know if it gets to three and a half. Just that's so big to go through the key number of three. But I do think like three is very possible here. And I'll just be honest, like in these kind of late season situations, like I, I kind of like to play against stuff like this sometimes. Like I, maybe Davis Mills is bad. Maybe he's he definitely not as good as CJ Stroud. Three dog, like Tennessee doesn't have to just keep a game close against a guy. They're 14 last night. They just have to keep a game close, be plucky. They got to like put away another team. Like you really want to trust them to do that on a points in a point spread type bet. Like again, this is like the Packers when the, when the, when the bar is changed, when the expectations are different, like, that's a lot different in a betting market. Packers had to destroy the Giants last night to cover that number. Titans might have to put, like really blow out Houston to cover a lot of the numbers in this game too. Uh, Houston or nothing, maybe tease, maybe play him at three. We'll see. Also, like if if Stroud doesn't play and Nico Collins doesn't play, I I, I feel like the, the total needs to be a couple points lower than it is right now. We'll talk a little bit more about this on the other side. We'll continue breaking down Week 15 in the NFL and a conversation as well coming up next hour with Pro Football Hall of Famer, the great Tony Baselli. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 